they got a great size fry, but they just don't taste good. But McDonald's <laughs> size fry is just perfect. Here is my problem. McDonald's fries have a good personality, but they're not big enough. <laughs> it's delicious. All right. Number 28. Marshall Episode Falk. 28. Come Marshall on. Falk? Yeah. Chris Johnson. <laughs> Fucking uh, Prince Fielder was 28, wasn't he? Yeah, his big ass was 28 in Milwaukee. Ah, uh, no, he yeah, was 28 for the Tigers, too. Fat, he was 28 both places. Ooh, a lot of good 28s. A lot of good 28s out there. Jonathan Taylor? Oh, no. Yeah, yeah Jonathan dude. Taylor. Yeah. No, he's 27. <laughs> nope, he's 28. He's 28. Damn. Uh, yeah, that's a good number for running backs. If you want to be successful least- as a running back number 28 at least throughout history though because the the numbers rules but now that's all changed so you can be fucking number one and run the ball but. right yeah which is gonna change i guess a lot of guys are probably gonna do that we'll see yeah. we'll uh see. hello everybody like we said number 28 episode 28 uh today is national french friday that's why mike's dressed up as a fucking mcdonald's worker they call me 30 bucks an hour <laughs> show the shirt again because the shirts the shirts insane apple pie baby <laughs> yeah and i mean a staple yeah the apple pie on the back of the shirt it says something about sweets too it's fucking it's absurd <laughs> <laughs> is that wait is that a travis scott shirt because the hat's travis scott yeah they both are the shirt is Travis Scott. yeah as well. i got them at the same time yeah oh nice yeah you gotta get the whole you should have got the pants the pants are like 200 <laughs> bucks. Get the fuck out of here. I did get a sweatshirt. Oh, they were? Though. Yeah, the pants are outrageous. Damn. Not doing that. So we're going to, at the end of the episode today, we're going to talk a little bit of French fries, um, just because it's National French Fry Day. But other than that, we kind of got some weird sports shit to get into. Today is, um, we're recording on Wednesday, July 13th. So this is uh, NHL free agency opened up at noon today. So a lot of shit has happened. Uh, Mike wants to talk a little bit about the MLB All-Star, but at the top of the show, we got to talk about the Zach Wilson stuff because it is bananas. And this yeah. Zach Wilson stuff in episode 28 is brought to you by Rogue Creative. Shout out to Rogue Creative and John, uh, a.k.a. Butters. Uh, anything that your small business needs when it comes to marketing and graphic design, go to Rogue Creative. They're going to get you the best product at a reasonable price compared to the giant marketing guys where you have to deal with a whole team uh, and, and everybody's kind of got their hands in your beef stew. So <laughs> anything you need when it comes to marketing and graphic design for your small business, call Rogue Creative and uh, that's you can find them at roguecreative.org or you can go on Instagram and find them there as well at roguecreative underscore. So... You don't know anything about this Zach Wilson thing. No, I know I know a little bit about it. I don't know all of it. Uh, so just enlighten me and enlighten the, anybody who uh, who doesn't know about this at this point. Okay. I know a little bit, so this, but I want to know the whole story. It's dirty and it's deep. So my favorite. Zach Wilson, if you don't know, is the quarterback for the New York Jets. Uh, he played college ball at BYU. Um, so he's a, uh, which is notoriously Mormon. Mormon. Yeah. He's a Mormon. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, I don't know what I'm, what religion I'm thinking of right now, but it's not Mormon. Okay. So he's, he's confirmed 
Well, maybe not. He might not even be a Mormon. Fuck it. He was the quarterback at BYU. <laughs> so Zach Wilson is now the quarterback of the Jets. Uh, at BYU, he was dating some girl. Uh, and he was dating her throughout college, and he brought her to the draft as well. So they were together pretty recently um, because it's only going to be his second year in the league this upcoming year. And so something must have happened where they broke up recently, very recently. Mm-hmm. And what happened was she posted a picture with her new dude who just so happened to be Zach Wilson's best friend or ex-best friend. He was his receiver at BYU, like they're fucking boys. And this guy now plays for the Commanders. I think he went out, they went out in the same year. We got a uh, name on this guy? It's like Dax Milne. So nobody. He's a nobody. He's not somebody. He's a nobody. No. Oh, okay. okay. No, practice he's a squad nobody. guy yeah. type. Of, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. definitely a practice squad guy. Yep. So okay. sh- Zach's ex-girlfriend posts a picture with her and this Dax Milne guy, the receiver, Zach's best friend. And somebody, some random person comments on the Instagram post saying homie hopper. So like this is somebody, just some random fan that knows that him and uh, Zach are best friends or were best friends. Yeah. And she comments back and says, well, Zach was basically sleeping with his best friend's mom. So who's the homie hopper now? Something along those lines. Ha 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 ha. So he was sleeping with the best friend's mom or he was sleeping with his mom's best friend. His mom's best friend. I'm sorry. Okay. Was was at some point sleeping with his Zach's mom's best. Mrs. (laughs) Wilson. Best friend. Okay. So that's all I heard of the story. So what happened after that? Is there anything more to it? Or is that just the information that? That's all the information that anybody has. He, Zach Wilson, uh, posted or commented for the first time since then today. Mm -hmm. And he just wrote, it was like. Go Jets. (laughs) No, something like that, though. It was hilarious. He just wrote, um, been with my boys at the ranch in Utah. Uh, Haven't had my phone for a while and was like anything go down or like anything new no for the post yeah it was sick oh my god yeah i'll look it up really quick (laughs) that's a savage tweet low-key though it's perfect man he nailed it yeah like that's exactly how you come back uh took the boys to ranch club in idaho before camp Poor cell service, dot, dot, dot. What did I miss? <laughs> just, a, just a bunch of pictures of him and the boys up at the ranch looking like they had a fucking blast. That is awesome. Dude, I mean, so I So if you think he gives if, two shits about this at all, you're oh, dead wrong. Doesn't give two shits. No chance. For one, I bet you, for one, I bet you Mrs. Wilson's friend was a fucking smoke show. Come on. There's no doubt in my mind that she's not bad. You know what Zach looks like? Yeah, exactly. He's a good looking cat. He's a good looking cat. came from somewhere. Yeah. And his mom ain't hanging around dogs. That, dude, that shit is wild. I love the fact that, like, I love that this is, that's kind of a big deal, but also he's just like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. Like, yeah, I'm, 
Like, I wonder if he was cheating with this girl, though, with Abby. Yeah, that's that's the shitty thing was that was probably what was happening. So. Once a cougar, always a cougar, right? Aren't yep. BYU oh, yeah. the cougars? BYU is the Cougars. You're right. <laughs> Whoa. Did anybody make that connection yet? That had to have happened on Twitter. Yeah, probably. Damn. Hits yeah, home for once, the boy. Once a Cougar, always a Cougar. Put that on a shirt. But still, at the end of the day, though, it doesn't matter who he was sleeping with. Granted, don't be cheating on your girl. That's fucked up. But, like, Mm-mm. for old girl, for old boy to, to start dating your boy's, like, ex, that's where it goes wrong. I don't give a fuck who... He was cheating on her with. Now, once again, fair enough does not stand for cheating, but that's not the moral of the story is you can't be banging your boy's ex-girl like that, especially when you're of that stature and shit like that. Right. Right. Why is he not getting enough fucking flack for all that? Yeah, he's getting no flack. I think that you're right. The story of it all takes over for. This the Dax Milne guy who's fucking skating out of there like nothing. Yeah, ever it was probably a smoke show because I'd imagine that Zach's ex is a fucking dilfer. Yeah, she ain't gross. That's for sure. Yeah, but I don't know. That shit's fucking hilarious though. And I, <laughs> all the shirts and the fucking memes and all the shit that is gonna come of it. Oh, everything, is gonna be great. everything on Twitter has been fantastic. So <laughs> oh, I can far. everything's imagine. been so good. Yeah, it's been electric. I people wonder. Are, if- uh, people are all over it. I wonder if the Jets are going to, like, I guess they can't really do shit about it, right? I mean, like, that's not, it's not like it's anything illegal, but, like. The fuck can they, it's his relationship. But I wonder if the Jets reached out to him and was like, Zach, like, don't get crazy. Don't be dumb. Like, just <laughs> what play are we cool doing? The, yeah, and then he was like, that's why I'm at, I'm in Idaho with the boys. You know what I mean? Like, I wonder if anybody reached out to him or if he was just that cool, that chill about it, or he's just like. Yeah, I'm just going to post this savage tweet out with the dot, dot, dot. You know what I mean? Right. Because, I mean, that's like, uh, you ever see those TikToks with that guy? I can't think of what his name is, but he's just like, he like tells someone to do something. But then he like goes like this, like puts his hand out or whatever. And they're like, oh, I didn't know you were so chill. And like just walks away. Like, I don't know if you guys have seen <laughs> No, I haven't seen those. I don't know. I, I, people I thought that, you were going to say the ones. I thought you were gonna Mike, say I that. know what you're talking about. Okay, yeah, Jack. I think I fucking I botched it very badly. But once you hear him say, "Oh, I didn't know you were so chill," and like that guy's fucking sick, <laughs> and the guy walks away. <laughs> like, yeah, he's uh, like, "Sir, you can't, uh, you can't park there." And that's pretty much the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. And then All the right. guy in the car does something dumb. Yeah, pretty much. But so Zach Wilson, funny. so we are we're we are on Zach Wilson's side pending more information. Uh if you're feeding on this girl, we are not on Zach Wilson's side. If this happened post breakup, we are on Zach Wilson's side. I'm on Zach Wilson's side either way, but it's it's you know, those are two different stories, you know. It's you're not condone, you're not a cheating condoner. But yeah, but I'm also a very I'm an advocate of you banging your mom's friends if the price is right. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like you gotta like I mean I don't know I can't think of any off the top of my head really, but I feel like everyone's got like that one friend of a parent that you're like, yeah, I'd hit. You know, what is the in, rudeness in level to his mom, or what is the uncomfortability level? Well, I don't know much about the Mormon religion, but they're Mormon, so it probably wasn't that too hard. That hard. But are they like? (laughs) I don't know if Zach Wilson's from there. 
Like, do you go there and the whole family's fucking Mormon now? If I send my kid to BYU, I got to go over there and I had a guess do I whatever they do. I got to start building barns. If I had a guess, I would say that's a practicing family, personally. I'm, I I don't know. I, I, I can Jack, see it. Look, can you look that up? Can you look up if Zach Wilson's family is Mormon as well? But, Just look up if they're from fucking Utah or anywhere around there. Yeah, that's true too. I don't know. <clears throat> I, I bet you it's. I bet you if she knew, it probably wasn't anything. They're probably like, ah, oh, fuck it. He's famous. He's the quarterback of the Jets. He can fuck whoever he wants. But right. if she didn't know and she's finding out this way, she's it's probably pretty uncomfortable at this point. That would be so funny if she found out this way. Yeah. How else? You're not gonna. <laughs> he is Mormon. He is yeah, Mormon. He's Mormon. It, do you know? Can you look at his? Is he from Utah? Family? Yeah. I assume you're on his Wikipedia. <laughs> yes, he is from I Utah. I assume you're off the coast of South Africa. Oh yeah, they're from. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, okay. So yeah, they're Mormon. Either way, that doesn't matter. We're not shit on the Mormons or anything, but uh, they might be into that shit. Who knows? We don't know anything, they, they Jack. Do, Jack, write that down. Maybe one of your teaching episodes we do the Mormons because I know nothing about them. Well, no, isn't I don't want to do the Mormons. No, we right. do anything else. It, aren't the Mormons? Don't they believe in the uh, polygamy? See, they what? sure do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, they're they're all. I bet you the best. I bet you the mom's best friend was getting railed out by the dad too. They probably said, "Hey, tag mm. me in, son. Come on." Way cooler than the Catholics. That'd be sick. <laughs> for other people i'm not into that yeah. be sick for other people yeah catholics barely believe in monogamy over here oh yeah, yeah they just believe in the fucking the mormons law. know what's up yeah i guess you know what's up as robert see so he wasn't cheating he was just practicing his religion true you know what i mean what a spin zone for zach i, I didn't it's like when happy gilmore's like i didn't break the rake i was just testing its durability yeah <laughs> So I put it back Zach, in the woods Zach with his family. Yeah, exactly. So I'm pro Zach. <laughs> Don't cheat on your girl, though. Okay, I am. I am anti Zach pending cheating allegations. How about that? Okay, that's fair. That's very fair. Um, on to the next thing here. Yeah, let's get into this shit. There's no segue to this. I don't know no, how to bring it. It's a wild Wednesday. Yeah, NHL free agency. So free agency started at noon today. Uh, the Red Wings and the Hawks were in two very different places. Vast. Um, just one's on the up and up and one is selling the farm. I'll let you go first. So we don't end this thing on a depressing note. Uh, I mean, you know, as a Hawks fan, I mean, the thing is though, is that even just going into the, the draft, what they did with the draft, selling their selling the, some of their big names, getting picks, doing this, doing that. You knew they weren't going to make you know make too much of a splash at the at the free agency. Right. The one thing though is that they need to fill a fucking roster. They have six pro play- now that they got Domi and Anthony Sayu, they have six pro <laughs> players on the whole team. Literally. <laughs> they went and got double A is bananas to me. Honestly, though, okay, low key though, if we had a better, if we had more of a team, those are two guys that you love to sign for three mil each. Oh, hell yeah. Definitely. But now, you know, not to be your third and fourth best forward, though. You know what I right. mean? Like, right. 
I love, I mean, they're both gritty. They're both pretty, like, they're fast. Like, it's, so what I think is going on, which I kind of enjoy, but it's going to be so boring and so just watching them lose it day in, day out, is, dude, like, they're, he's selling everything Stan Bowman has done. Literally. Everything is going, except the guys that they physically cannot get rid of due to money issues. Which is an accepted practice under... For the Chicago Blackhawks fans, I'm assuming everybody's like, yeah, fuck. Yeah. Just like, let's start this whole thing over. Yeah. Well, and it, well, exactly. So it's like, you know, you wish you keep to bring it, but at the end of the day, it's like, you know, you, you have to get, you have to get the picks you want. You have to get the picks. Cause we're going to be bad either way. And the way that I look at it, we're probably going to have 10 first round picks in the next four or five years. That's a shitload of players. And then you sign a couple guys, you sign a Max Domi, you sign an Anthony to say whatever. And well, who knows what so they're going to get for who knows what they're going to get for Kane at the deadline. Oh, I I think like I I've been saying they're going to get a they're going to get a first and probably like a third. Mm-hmm. I may, if you get a desperate enough team, you might get two firsts if they got the fucking if they got the capital. You know Dude, what I mean? Somebody like Toronto would make that move in a heartbeat. That's what I'm saying. We got two first rounds for for Brandon Hagel last year from Tampa. Patrick Kane yeah. has a lot of hockey left in him and is 100 times better. Than a Brandon Hagel, one hundred times. And if you get that man back in the playoffs, he's going to be a fucking. Problem. So I'm saying he's a, he yeah he's a problem. He's an absolute yeah. problem. And especially if, if he goes to the Rangers, oh, that team's going to be real good. It's a um, wrap. Who is a but, like their their third line is like three all stars yeah, studs. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, that you're going to have stupid. fucking four ninety point scores on that team. So yeah. um. But back to what I was saying about the Hawks is that they're literally just dumping everything that they did. And all the Hawks ever did, I feel like they went for speed and playmaking. There's not that many guys that they took that were like, oh, this guy is a legit shot. Dabrinkit turned out to be a legit, pure-ass goal scorer. Kubalik had a year. He put up 30 the one year as a rookie. He needs he needs legit talent around him, and he's a good goal scorer. But like I'm talking like all like their top dogs, Tevu Teravainen, fucking um, uh, Kirby Doc. There's like one or two other guys. They're all the same guy. They're all fucking rank it. Yeah, I don't know if yeah yeah yeah. But I'm saying like the guys that are playmakers, playmakers up the middle, and mm. that's what they do. They're not great goal scorers. They don't shoot that much. They're pass first guys. I think what they're doing, dude, it seems like they're like, they're dumping all that. They're like, fuck that. We're going to, we're going to, and this could change by the end of the day. I don't know. Uh, depending on who right. they sign, because they're going to have to sign more players. They have to it's just, Oh they, yeah. They signed a guy, two guys from Toronto as well. Um, they got to be think way gonna, under the floor too. You would, you would imagine you have you to know? imagine they're not paying anybody. Yeah. So I would think like, it's like, I feel like they're trying to like change the dynamic of the, of the, squad like hey we're not like a a fancy you know just fast team like they want guys with more grit with more you know like i'm gonna lay the body on you like play hard-nosed hockey instead of dancing around which i love and maybe he's just trying to create an environment going forward we'll see because everything that sam bowman's ever done has been fancy you know guy with the hands type of guy so yeah we'll see um I'm not I'm not mad. I'm not happy. I mean, it is what it is. Uh I like the fact that they're saying that Kane is not gonna get traded. 
uh, until unless it's an in-season thing. I love that. Um, I feel like you're going to maximize your ticket value. You're going to maximize your fucking your points. And not that that matters. You're going to maximize your fucking. I think you're going to maximize your value, too. Um, yeah. Because I think, you know, you're going to get a team that's a straight des- in desperation mode for a guy. And they're willing to give up more. Yeah, they're going to be later picks. Uh, you know, you're going to get 20, 24, 25, 26. But you might be able to get more out of it. So I'm, right. I'm happy, but I'm just kind of like, eh. Dude, just be happy that it's happening at the right time. I mean, the see, Wings did it. The Wings did it four years too late. See, but the thing and is, we just though, wasted it, a bunch of time. It's the the biggest the the biggest part about it is that that it shouldn't have been done in 2015. That team had so much more winning to do, but Marion Hosa fucking has to retire. Fucking Seabrook gets hurt. Crawford gets hurt. Never the same. That team was so yeah. good still. Had everybody still there. And they fucking get Panarin. They fucking. Tri- it was just like that team had so was so mismanaged with so much talent mm-hmm. that that's the most depressing part about it is that it's been it's, you know, six years out. But that team should have been in the hunt for at least three more years after 15. That's the worst part about it. Do you so, put any of it on Coach Q, or do you put it all on Stan Bowman? I put it all on Bowman, and I put it all. I, I put some of it on just unfortunate things. Fucking Hosa had like a skin disease that made him retire. It wasn't because he was mm. old; he had to retire. You know, Bickle gets MS. Like you, you're getting guys that are fucking dying essentially, and right. have to quit playing hockey. You know, um, Sharpie gets traded to the to the Stars. So like, I put it on Bowman. But I also put it on misfortune. Like I said, I don't think yeah. that team was going to last another ten years. But another three, two, three years of legit championship level hockey—that's the thing that upsets me the most—is that it just ended a little too soon. So, so overall, day one of free agency. What's your grade? Uh, day one, I would grade for where mm. we're at. I'd say it's like a B. But in general, solid B. In general, I think it's like a C. Um, yeah. They didn't really do much. They signed four players. Um, two of the guys, you know, can be second liners on any team. Maybe Anthony C, mm-hmm. maybe not, but like. Um, Probably a third liner. Yeah. Um, but, I, you know, I think they're just trying to fill a roster at this point and try to create an environment while doing so. These guys aren't going to be yes. here for 10 years. They're trying to build no. an environment while creating a roster you know what i mean show the young kids coming up that hey like we're let's do this shit you guys are um, gonna be the ones that are gonna keep this yeah so this i'd say that we're i'd say about a b I'd say about a b okay that's fair uh i had a much different day oh yeah i was happy all day um the wings did pretty good today so much. i would say <laughs> They did a lot. So Steve Eisenman was on the phone a lot today. The Eiser plan is coming to fruition right before our eyes. Uh, the five guys that were the big ones today, um, we signed a couple little ones as well, but the five big ones are Andrew Kopp, uh, who is a very defensive-minded center. Um, he's a Selkie finalist, that kind of guy, which is awesome because uh, we're used to having that with a guy like Pavel Datsuk my whole life just super defense, like could pick anybody's pocket and creates plays out of the defensive zone. Uh, Cop also a born in Ann Arbor, went to Michigan, played with Larkin. So 
all kinds of Michigan connections, which is always cool. But coming off his best point season, I mean, the guy had 30 points in his last 29 games last year, which is bananas. He went crazy in the playoffs with that awesome Rangers team, uh, which me yeah. and you could have probably scored two goals on that fucking team. <laughs> but yeah, no shit. Still good. You know, he's a point-per-game guy there last year, so uh, – it's a huge signing. It was fucking huge. We got him five years, five million. Uh, ben Sherratt, we needed left-handed D-men. That was what the Wings needed. We needed, first of all, any kind of D-men. Second of all, left-handed D-men. Ben Sherratt fills that void. He's going to play next to Mo, and they're going to be the Bash brothers. Ben Sherratt likes to beat the shit out of people. So uh, him and Mo are going to fucking bully everybody on that first D-line. Uh, David Perron. A guy that I've hated my whole life just because he's yeah, been in St. Louis forever. Yeah. You hate. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. 100%. The guy just fucking scores goals, and I don't understand why. Uh, two years, four and a half million for him. Uh, it'll be super weird to see him in, in a Wings jersey, but sick all the same because, like I said, he's just a natural goal scorer. So hopefully he pops a couple in. Then your boy Kubalik, who I was going to ask you about and what you think about that signing. Two years, $2.75 million. Like, I, I th- it feels yeah. like a bargain for a guy that could break out at any second. No, I think it's a very fair deal. I think, like I said, he's not a um, he's not a make-your-own-shot, dangle-you-across-the-fucking-street type of player. But right. you put him in the fucking power play, you let him set up as a one-timer, the guy's got a rocket of a shot, especially off the one tee. He fucking he plays hard. I mean, he's not like some sick defensive uh, forward, but once again, he's a fucking winger. Like you, you know, you get what you get out of those guys. Um, right. He he plays with his fucking head down and like not you know like he plays with his head down and, and goes hard all the time. And he definitely um, he definitely knows how to find the back of the fucking net, man. If you give him the if you give him the time, if you give the guy the tick, he does score, man. I mean, he his uh, freshman year, or his, his rookie year, he was playing with fucking. <laughs> he was, yeah, he was playing with fucking Taves. He was playing with the Brinkett. He was playing with Kaner. He was playing with really good players. So if you put a really solid player around that guy, that's not a shoot first type of player, which I don't know who on the the Wings does that, but if you get that guy around him. This dude puts the puck in the back of the net. He knows what he's doing with it for damn sure. Which is really interesting. I mean, I don't he's not I don't think he's gonna crack the top six forwards, but if he did, if he was if it was Andrew Kopp feeding the puck to Jacob Verana and Kubalik, like that'd be the guy, you See, know, to start shit yeah. in the defensive zone, get you out into the offensive zone where a guy like Kubalik can thrive. See, this is the thing about Kubalik that I think, like, I don't think he's a top six forward, but I think that you're getting the best bang for your buck putting him there because, you know, the guy who's your six forward is going to do six forward shit on any line most of the time. Right. Kubalik is going to give you top four guy numbers if he's with the right players. You know what I'm saying? If yeah. instead of him being on some third line grinder line where no one can really set him up, he's going to get you 15 points and call it a day. So it's like right. that. This is where, you know, he, if he's coached properly, if he's coached properly and get put with the right guys, tell, that guy can make a difference on any fucking squad. No joke. That's 
It's going to be point, interesting, man. Yeah. I'm I'm excited to see where they put him. I think they're going to put him third line, but it'd be dope if he was on that second line just because I think that cop could really feed the guy the puck. I also I've also been a big fan. I'm also a big fan of like diversifying lines and not going too top heavy if you have the people to do it. Not right. everyone does. Most teams no. don't, but it seems like the Wings have kind of a lot of not necessarily superstars, but a lot of guys that can be considered a top six forward. You know what I mean? Definitely. They have a lot. We have a lot of good wingers. Yeah. I say a lot of, a lot of second line fringe first line wingers on the whole squad. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Cause it's it, that the only tough part is like, cause it's going to be Larkin, Burt Raymond. Mm-hmm. And then right now I think it's going to be cop David Perron, Jacob Verana. Yeah, so it's Kubelik hard. It's would hard. have to. Kubelik can't yeah. take Verona or Perron's spot at this point. We're paying David Perron two years, four point seven five million, compared to Dominique or Kubelik's yeah. two point seven. Yeah, I guess that's fair. That is, I mean, yeah, you can't really do much about it at that point, um, right? But if you can somehow find somebody that's you know in your system that kind of has a breakout year, you never know. I, I yeah. think I think Kubali and he's also great second line power play guy. You know, you yeah. don't have him in your first line, but you you put him out there and he's the guy. I'm telling you, I I was always a Kubelik fan. Yeah, but yeah, the, the wings did work, which is kind of annoying. They did, and we got a uh, last signing out of the five. So we got Andrew Cott, Ben Sherat, David Perron, Dominic Kubelik. And last signing was Olimata, one year to two point two five million, yeah, which is another another left handed defenseman. I mean, just a guy that just is kind of stay home guy. He was plus yeah. uh, plus seventeen last year, so always good to see that. That dude's played on every wings. goddamn team in the league, dude. Yes, he's just one of those. He's <laughs> he's a Jordan journeyman. Stahl type. He's just gonna yeah. he's gonna find your team at some point. So yeah, yeah the I mean the Wings had a. Wings had a great first day, I would say. I'd go B plus probably if I was given a grade for today. Yeah. I mean, I think there was only one more thing that they could have done, but they literally didn't have time. I mean, they signed so many great players today. It's like they were probably haggling all day, and I'm sure they were taking calls on the big names. But yeah, that's the thing. They didn't get anybody still a few out there. Giant. Yeah, they didn't get anybody giant, but also there wasn't that many giant names that left i mean no and i think there's maybe, one giant yeah. i think there's one giant name still to fall well there's more giant names still to fall but i think that there's one in particular that stevie y just has too much connection to and that's andre Who? Palat. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot i mean the guy like Palat was stevie y's guy in tampa so uh you know, I think that that would be a no-brainer, uh, depending on the money that he wants. But the thing is, like, the Wings had $30 million. We probably spent, you know, 17 today. <laughs> so, like, they just have so much fucking money left. They have yeah. max. They have a max contract left at $10 million a year, you know? Yeah, so, it's like for sure. they could go get any – they could be in the Kadri talk. They could be in the Palat talk, which I think are the two – Two biggest left after Johnny Hockey's uh, fumble today. Yeah, what the fuck is that all about, dude? Columbus, really, dude? Yeah, I was all I was hearing, all I was seeing on Twitter all day was it's Philly or New Jersey or bust. Like he doesn't give a fuck. It's Philly or New, or New Jersey, but he wants out of Calgary no matter what. Do you see what they offered him? What Calgary ended up offering him? 
No. So Calgary offered him eight <clears throat> years, ten and a half million a year to stay. I wouldn't yeah. have taken that either. If you wanted out of Calgary that bad, I'm not taking that either. Eight but he years, took seven. Dude. He took seven, nine and a half. Maybe there to was go some to sort Columbus. of maybe there was an appeal there though. If you literally want out of there, what the fuck? Yeah, is oh yeah, one million a year to stay in a shit spot. You know, I know to us it seems like that, dude. But I swear, athletes every single time they care about that extra million and they'll fucking they'll stay. No, I know, but no, see, I don't, I don't agree with that. I think if there's a uh, if it's to a point where they're literally like publicly saying saying shit and like. I'm not coming back type of shit. Yeah. I don't think that matters as much. And I feel like most of the time that these people do that, they always lose money. Every time that they're like, Oh, I'm going to do this. They, every time they lose money, like usually it's not within 10 minutes like this, but it's like, Hey, you, you pass up on this contract and then next year you're not making as much because of whatever the fuck, but like it happens all the time. And I, I don't know. I think it's a bad play. I think anywhere else in the league would have been a good play. <laughs> Dude. Um, I'm just literally really... anywhere else. I don't I just don't understand why Columbus like the Wings had to I don't know what I would love to know what the Wings fucking offered this guy because there was definitely You think they an offered offer him anything? Oh, you they think definitely so? offered him something. There's no way. We had like I said, we have a full max contract left right now plus a few million. And we signed yeah. like seven guys today. Yeah, but do you think and that they five that we really wanted? I know, I know, Gaudreau is is an absolute stud. I mean, I'm not dogging him at all. But do you think maybe he was, you know, uh, yeah, I, I, uh, Stevie was like, hey, let's fucking bank this a little bit. Let's get better. Let's grow. And then next year, if there's maybe there's more potential out there next year where there's, you know, bigger names and you're like, fuck it, we'll drop 11 mil next year for eight years going forward. No, and I think that's exactly what it was. It and was, it's like, he, I trust, trust me, I trust. And everybody that is listening to this that is a Red Wings fan should trust. And I hope the gauge yeah. of the fan base. I was listening to the radio a little bit today and everybody was pretty much like, hands off the wheel, whatever the fuck Stevie yeah. wants to do. Like, and it's like, he's, I mean, dude, if you got a guy that, that direction, Goudreau's played what six years in the league now, something like that. Yeah, and like he that. fucking, and he fucking hates it there. Yeah, like what if he? What if he's just that? He's a pussy, maybe. You know, he's just that guy. He's like, oh, I want out. I want out type of thing, and becomes a cancer in the, in the locker room. Who knows? Maybe the people know more than we know. You know, it's sad. Sad though, really sad to me to see what happened to that Calgary team, man. Yeah. So I really fucking liked watching that team. Yeah. In the playoffs this year. They're so fun and they're so good. And it's it's fun to watch like Calgary bumps. That city bumps when they're good. And the the energy in the arena was fucking wild to watch on TV. I can't imagine what it's like in there at the saddle dome. But But I mean, uh, who did I mean they lost they lost Gabranson? And Zadorov. Yeah, but Zadorov, come on. Really? Like, he's but solid Johnny Hockey's the big. big piece. Yeah, I mean, they other did than upgrade that, at though, goalie. Yeah, so, I mean, what do you... They lost Mike Smith know. and got somebody else. I forget who it was. It was a good name, though. They didn't have Mike Smith. Oh, I'm sorry. Edmonton had Mike Smith. They got yeah, Ben that's Bishop. Who about. Yeah, that's who I was talking about. And they still have um, what's his name Markstrom, don't they? Yes, 
They do. You're right. I was thinking Edmonton. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, bananas move. I I think it's crazy for him to go to Columbus. I agree with that. Especially because that team literally does nothing but sign a new big guy every year and flirt with the playoffs. Literally, you could go back to fucking um, who was their captain? So it was like Nick Foligno for a while, right? Yep. And didn't they trade him for somebody like straight up a couple years back? Yep. Who fuck, the I fuck think is it? Was. I could never, I could never remember in a million years. And then they traded fucking, they traded fucking uh, Brandon Sod and got Panarin. Great move. Yeah. He fucking leaves. Then they get fucking Patrick Line. Who the fuck knows what his contract? That's who looks I was like. thinking of was Patrick Line. No, yeah. so they traded Felino like straight up for somebody a couple years back, and Felino was like was their dude. Yeah. Um, no, he was their dude. He was their so own like. Dude. I, Time. Yeah, he was like in the playoff game, and then they fucking shipped him out. Like, I, I mean, in the yep. All Star game and shit. Um, so like they just do nothing but sign and trade for big names, and then do nothing with it. So I mean, I don't know. He's gonna do. He's gonna do nothing there, and he's gonna die in Columbus. And that's yeah. And they had fucking Bobrovsky for how long? Right. This is unfortunately the end of the Johnny Hockey legacy, and I really thought that. He was gonna like do something special and win a cup, but he ain't gonna do it in Columbus. I can promise you that. That's the fair enough stamp. He ain't yeah, gonna do it I in Columbus. That's I don't promise. necessarily agree with the fact that he's not gonna be like good anymore. He's still gonna be really good. Um, no, he's gonna be good. The team's not gonna accomplish anything while he's there. Yeah. yeah okay. Nothing. Fair enough. I'll give you that. Yeah. No, I would go as far to say no. Uh, Western Conference Finals. They'll never get to a Western Conference Final. Yeah, I'll give and I don't you think that. that's even close to crazy to say. <laughs> no, I, yeah, no, absolutely. I think you can put a stamp on that one, put yeah. money on that one too, if you really wanted to. Which but. sucks. I mean, maybe, yeah, maybe he'll do a little Corey Perry action and just kind of bounce around to cup teams at the end of his career. But yeah, like you said, I mean, he's got time. He'll probably be thirty-four yeah, when he's done with this contract. So, 35. and I mean. Maybe he can. Maybe there's some something in there where he can request a trade or whatever the fuck. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Another now move too. They had fucking. They they got Seth Jones from fucking uh, Pittsburgh, right? They signed mm-hmm. him because they're like, oh, there's a first round talent, blah, blah blah. And then they, I mean, granted, they fucking fleece the Hawks, but like. <laughs> <laughs> they they just keep trying to get new guys. Like they keep getting big names, big talent, first round guys, this that, and the other thing, and it just yeah. doesn't ever work. It never you know? ends up working. Yeah. They don't get so. enough to go around him. Like yeah. whoever that big name guy is, they bring in a yeah. big name guy, and then they're like, "All right, create man, do it all." Yeah, exactly. Yeah, do everything. Getting that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. There is no well. L.A. Rams situation where a. Matthew Stafford or a Patrick Line comes in and this team's already built and you're like, fuck, all I gotta do is <laughs> put yeah. up forty points this year and we're winning the yeah, cup. Exactly. We're good. Wasn't like that. No. That's uh, so funny. Unfortunate. Uh NHL free agency guys left. I think it's really it's Kadri Palat. Uh other crazy moves today. Relatively quiet. I mean the Sens. Who the fuck did the Sens get again? They got Talbot. They traded for, oh yeah, they got they got Debrinket, Talbot, and Claudrew. They signed Claudrew, but like they made some yeah. fucking nice plays, man. I think that team and dude, they got their top four guys, the young dudes. 
are all fucking studs. Definitely. I think between so, the I think the Sens and the Wings have had the best free agency period so far. Yeah. As far as gathering I talent. feel like I feel like the the difference between the two though are the Sens are like we're winning right now and yes. the Wings are like hey, we're going to this is a process. This is a year or two out. The Wings are taking the Stevie Y approach. Yeah. Which yields great results on yeah. paper. So we'll see. Um, anything else? NHL free agency? Any hopes? Any good, like any, like, this is what, this is what the fan base wants to see type things moving forward or pretty much stay on course. Yeah. I mean, no, there's nothing going on. It is what it is. There's no, there is no Nazem Kadri signing in the Blackhawks feature. If they, (laughs) if they sign fucking Kadri and didn't sign to bring it, we have bigger problems. If they call I'm you taking... for a tryout, are you going? No, I got it. You're I'm not still even going. Nah, oh, okay. I'm still in recovery. Next Without year. a bum knee, are you going? <laughs> no, I'm not going. You don't want to play for this team. Not even Mike wants to play for this team. <laughs> you don't want to play next to Double A? Come on, dude. I'll, 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 if I can score one goal off of Kaner's stick, I'll be all right. You ain't playing with Kaner. By... Kaner and you oh, yeah, ain't being. Put... You guys aren't being like um like three minutes from within. He touches the ice to you touch the ice. Listen, illegal. No, not true. Because oh, yeah. there's four guys on the team, Bob. He's got to play with somebody. <laughs> And you uh, think you're the stick? <laughs> yeah, it's because he's getting double shifts at the end. Oh, yeah, that's true. Fuck they throw off. you out there, anyways. and they're like, whoops. <laughs> whoops. But anyways, yeah, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not really hoping for anything. I don't really care. I'm just kind of in tank mode, which is fine. It is what it is. We move on from it. I don't care. Yeah. It's the end of an era. I, I'm in the position where... After today, I don't really care what they do. They got a, they got some good defensemen. Uh, Cop was a huge signing. If we Kadri, I don't Kadri, I don't like necessarily. Why? Just because he's had of his one year, his whole career. Yeah, inconsistency and age. I don't. Yeah, it's like I don't want to pay that guy if he's if he's gonna command six years some stupid number 10 million a year dude like, if they give if Nazim Kadri gets 10 million dollars a year if that's what the, the offer's looking like that's insane there's yeah, no way be, if there's it's no max way. contract it's insane I agree there's no way it just so if we can get sense. him for if we can get him for a good price I'm down uh Palat same deal he's 31 so like mm-hmm. I like the signing but be smart about it if you're CVY, don't just take the guy because you fucking like him and you know him. Mm-hmm. But I don't have to tell him that. Uh, he's basically one, two and a half cups as a GM. So uh, that's it. NHL free agency sounds like we got a B and a B plus. B Chicago, yeah. B plus wings. I mean, I, I, we're we're less than a B, but like I said, for the situation, I'll take it. B minus wow. B fringe for the Hawks. But uh. Yeah, dude. So, have you you seen what the All Star Game is doing in the MLB? No, I don't okay. know what's going on here. So it's just it's it's pretty standard, you know. They just vote for the guys and then they pick however many guys. But did Miguel the fans Cabrera, have anything to do with it? Yes. Um, the fans do. The fans do vote. 
Yes, for the starters only. For the uh, for the starters only only position players, no pitching. Which because I was okay. gonna come on this fucking podcast and shit all over Sox fans, and then I did some reading, and I can't. But I'm gonna do it anyway. But it's not gonna be valid. But right. what I want to talk about is so. This is the first year the commissioner like uh, put like specialty players in, and it's Miguel Cabrera on one side, Albert Pujols on the other. You see this? Okay, I I've I know that they were both going to the All Star game, but I didn't know why. Okay, so the thing that's annoying about this, it's it's like this. Oh, like hey, these guys have been you know their first ballot type players put them in. Yes. The thing about it though is that Albert Pujols sucks dick. He's not good. I saw He's him just, hit a dinger last night. He has like three on a year. Whatever. Oh, I see every got, one of them then. <laughs> so, <laughs> every the time I turn though, the fucking Twitter on, that guy's hitting it's the like <laughs> Must be seeing him well, from yeah, 06. Because every, it's because every home run that he hits <laughs> at this point is like moving up another spot in the all-time fucking rankings, though, you know? So, so it's like TikTok, Twitter, anything, anywhere you look, you're going to see this thing. Yeah. So, but... The thing about it is that Miguel Cabrera is batting like a 305 and having like oh, a yeah. legitimate season. You know what I mean? Right. Like where he's the best like, player on our team. It's unfortunate. That's what I'm saying. Like you're like, okay, this guy actually low key kind of deserves to be an all-star. Granted, he's probably not the best DH or the best first baseman or even the top four. But mm-hmm. if the fans voted on it, like you'd be like, okay, dude, this guy's having like a legitimate baseball season as a hitter. Right. And it's like, I kind of don't like that is that pool should not be in it. Like, I think Mickey should legit be like on the team, on the all-star team. Like, I think he's having a good enough year. He's fucking Miguel Cabrera. Like grow the, like, like Ronald Acuna jr. Is a starter on the team. He's played fucking 40 games. They're 80 games in. Yeah. So it's like it, that shit where it's like Miguel Cabrera is actually having a legit season. Let him be on the team because of his actual performance, not this, specialty fucking hey we're gonna let these two old fucks play in the game that's my gripe and it kind of pisses me off like i don't know like do you think i'm a little irrational on this like i I don't know no i think i think if i'm going to the game not even going to the game fuck that if i'm watching the game which i'm not because nobody watches the mlb all-star game you watch the home run derby that's it (laughs) You watch a home run derby. That's it. I watch. Yeah. Uh, nobody watches any all-star game. No, it's all a joke. It's all a joke. But uh, if I'm watching the home run derby, it'd be cool if Al- uh, Albert and Miguel were there. I would think they're fun well, guys. Pool host is, is in it, is in the home run derby. Seeing that. I sick. don't know if Cabrera is in it, though. He shouldn't be in it. Like I you said, know. the guy just... is 305, so he does. I understand your gripe, and I appreciate your gripe. It's just that the All-Star game means so little, especially now when fans – I'm don't. i not a fan vote guy. Oh, me neither. I think not this, at all. this should be all by your peers. Like, fuck 100%. the fans. Fuck what we yeah. think. This I isn't about 100%. us. The guys in the locker room that play next to each other every day know best. Yep. It should be player voting and I guess like coach, voting. like the beat writers and coach. Yeah. Like anybody that follows the game a hundred percent of the time, all the time. Those yeah, the exactly. Yeah. Especially because a guy from every team needs to get in. Right. Correct. 
And so, that's yeah, where, so like, the beat, beat writers, coaches, fucking players. That's who should vote. So this is the thing. So this is what happens is that the starting nine are all fan vote. And then there's um, another nine that are player vote. And then there's four that are um, are voted in by the, by the league. And that's if, like, say, like, uh, you know, the Orioles don't have a guy, which the Orioles are actually good this year. But, like, you know, whoever, the, you know, this team doesn't have a guy, the league will be like, okay, we need to fill this void with this player, you know, that type of thing. Um, gotcha. But, like, I the one thing that's weird about it is that no pitchers are fan voted. All the pitchers are, are voted by players of the league. Isn't that kind of wild? Hmm. That is kind of wild. But yet three Yankee starters got in. Garrett Cole being one of them. That guy stinks. Yeah, but, that guy um, does stink. So what I was going to talk shit about is that Michael C or uh, Dylan Cease from the Sox, yep. dude's a stud. I mean, he's yeah, he's, he's a, a legitimate. He carves stud. the Tigers. Carves. Uh, he didn't get he didn't get a nod. He's not on it. But like you compare stats to like Nestor Cortez and uh, one other fucking stud that's on the AL All Star team. Um, mm-hmm. And it's like his numbers are there. better. No, his numbers are better. Than oh, his all. numbers are better. Yeah, oh, damn. Like, better, yeah. He has more strikeouts. ERA is pretty much the same. This, that, and the other thing. Uh, but I wanted to come on here and be like, it's fucking fan vote. None of you motherfuckers voted for him, blah, blah, blah. But I wanted to, I wanted to shit case. on everybody. No, it's not the case <laughs> at all. And I'm so glad I did some reading before I fucking came on here and just started talking shit. And then just got all the backlash. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been good. That would have been, uh, been on brand for fair enough. Yeah. Nobody's but, called us out, but we've definitely said some shit that's just not right. That is call outable, <laughs> if you will. Yeah. Oh, definitely call outable. Call us out. Go ahead. Yeah. We'd love to see it. All I know is that I don't really care. At the end of the day, I was just a little bit butthurt that it's like you're kind of like outshining. You're like kind of taking a little bit away from a legitimate baseball season from Miggy because you're doing this like charity case fucking all-star game for these. Guys. So fuck, fuck the all-star game. Fuck all all-star games. Yeah. And all I'll, give you, I'll give you and one lock. Voting. One lock of okay. the day is Pete Alonzo is the home run derby guy. And I got him in this format with the one V one shit. If I don't know where they're playing, they're playing in LA, I think, or some shit. I can't remember. Maybe. But sure. that dude hits fucking Isn't ding that dongs. shit like this week? It's coming up soon. I mean, it's gotta be. Third... Isn't it normally like right around the Fourth of July? Yeah, it's 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 mm. coming up. But okay. I would put my money on Pete Alonso to win the the home run derby. All right, you heard it here first. Fair enough podcast uh, supporting Pete Alonso in this year's home run derby. I agree. The guys have. Guy mashes balls. Yeah. Uh, he's done it already in the home run derby. Twice. One quick thing before we go to yeah, twice. One quick thing before we go to French fries. Uh there was a Peter King article that was talking about some potential like just ideas. Like fans basically submitted ideas to uh like make changes in the NFL. And one guy put that we should play that 17th game that's in the weird, like, 
kind of weird spot. We should play that at a neutral site. Like everybody should have one neutral site game a year. And the guys, the guys were bringing up like different, uh, basically college football stadiums. Like if the game was in Pennsylvania, Pittsburgh and like the Steelers and Eagles play at Penn state, which would be fucking sick. Like something like that. So obviously the dumb, the knocks to this thing is that a, there's going to be 18 games like in two years. They're not going to keep it at 17. <laughs> so there's going to be nine on each side. But B, I uh, just don't think that there will ever be an NFL game played at a college stadium unless it has to be. It's kind of like when yeah, LA like played how at the, the Coliseum. Fucking, how, yeah. What did you say? Yeah. How the Rams played at the Coliseum. Oh, I was going to say, didn't the Cardinals play at, at a college stadium for like fucking two full years? I don't remember that. I'm pretty sure yeah. that's accurate. So thoughts? I mean, what do you think about the potential, not even the potential, but the idea of NFL games pl- being played at a college stadium? Do you think they fill them? Yeah. You think so? I think they yeah, would, I mean, too. <clears throat> I think if your team sells out your normal stadium, they sell out. I mean, as long as it's close, like you're not going to put the right. Eagles and the Steelers in fucking L.A., you know? No, no, no. I, you know, I would like, think it's always, yeah, like it'd be regional. The the Bucks and Jaguars at the Swamp would be fucking yeah, sweet. Yeah, exactly. Like you're playing, yeah. I mean, if it's regional, I think definitely you'd sell out. I don't hate that. The, at first, I hated it. I just don't like all this, like, tinkering with the schedule. Like when we're the talking about the shit. college, the college yeah. basketball, like that's, it's like just schedule the goddamn games. But like if you have it scheduled fucking in advance, you know where you're playing. You know, it's not super fucking inconvenient for the whole world. Like, I don't hate it. They, I mean, they put a game in London they, or two games in London. Um, yeah. You know, I hate the London games, though. I like I like yeah, how they early they play. Fucking seven in the, oh, I hate that. I like that. Well, they start at nine here, which is nice. Oh, I guess kind of perfect. Yeah, it's kind of early for you guys. But yeah, I thought it was kind of a cool idea, like to have yeah. to have the Bears come over and play a game at the big house against the Lions kind of dope yeah that'd be cool i also the thing is though with shit like that it's like it's still essentially a home game you know what i mean what's the difference of the bears going to the big house or the bears going to fucking ford field that's the only thing about it is i don't think you could do i don't think i would do divisional games like leave the divisional games just regular home and home like when you're playing your afc opponent go nuts you know? Yeah, I, like if I you're playing the Colts, like, play at the big house. Yeah, but I also just think like at the end of the day, whoever's playing in their own state, it's a home game, unless it's Pittsburgh or I mean, unless it's yeah. Pennsylvania, Florida, or California. And even but I think Cali it's enough a of a novelty for fans to gravitate towards it and travel, especially when there's a hundred thousand tickets available at some of these stadiums. Yeah, but you know? I mean. I, I don't know. I mean, you're just telling me that, like, fucking, if you're a Penn State fan or you go to Penn State and you're from Pennsylvania, like, you're probably a fan of one of those teams. But, like, if you're playing against fucking, if they're Pittsburgh's playing against the Bears, you're going to get all Steelers fans there. Oh, yeah. And some Eagles fans. Yeah. 
I don't think the Bears got, I don't think, I don't know. I guess whoever's going to travel to go to an away game is going to go there anyway. Um, but I still think, I just think it would be a home game unless you literally were like, okay, you two Midwest teams are going to go to the East Coast or you two Midwest teams are going to go to the West Coast or vice versa, obviously. You know, like say like Cali team, like so you got like fucking, I don't know, the Cardinals and the 49ers, they go play in like Oklahoma or something. Yeah. Something like that where it's like, oh, okay. Or like Oregon or something, you know. But. Bears it would be stuff. fun if they figured It'd be it out. Fun. There's just there's just it so many fun. Bears Bears Packers at Wisconsin. Do the jump around? <laughs> no. Or Bears Colts in South Bend. There you go. That'd be that's something to see. That's that something would be, to ponder. Something like that though, you'd get a lot of Bears fans because there's a shit ton of Notre Dame fans in in uh, Hell yeah, everybody who lives in Chicago is a fucking Notre Dame yeah. fan. Yeah. So like it's that Notre Dame, like Michigan, a, and then like eighth on the list is Northwestern. Yeah. So like that would be one of the ones like <laughs> yeah. a, that would be something like Pittsburgh and fucking Philly, where it's like mm-hmm. you get a mix of good ones. But like, there's no way that the Bears fans. I guess you'd get a good amount of like. I think it'd be a home game if the Bears played the fucking Lions at the Big House. You know, it'd be a home game for the Lions. Be, oh, a hundred percent. A hundred thousand Lions fans would show up for that game. I can. Yeah, promise or you'd you get you know you'd get ten thousand Bears fans that were gonna go to Fort Field yep. anyway, and then you're gonna get another ninety thousand. Just fucking... like in college, like you just get the you guys get the corner, just like for the college. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'd be sick. I think Browns yeah. Bengals at the shoe would be awesome. Run something I, like that. I like the thought of it if you can neutralize it and actually neutralize it. Not it can't be a home game. Mm, Cannot be another home, be home game. Just yeah. in a different site. You know what I mean? All right. So. Fair enough. Podcast is pro the neutral site game at a college stadium. Ass afraid now. All right. All right. Today is National French Friday. Happy French Friday. What? Can I make a super your... pun real quick? Go Should ahead. Should we be Hit saying me. French Wednesday? Because <laughs> it's not Friday. It's, it's French. <laughs> the worst person on the planet. <laughs> It's French Wednesday. It's French Wednesday. Uh, what is what's your favorite French fry? Uh you're looking at it, bud. Yeah. And then I, mean, I, Fresh, I don't think that's I don't think yeah. there's another answer. Fresh McDonald's fries are the best fries. Have you done the move where you've asked them to to make them fresh? No salt. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've done never it too. done that. No, I've never actually done that, but I've been with oh, people yeah, that have it? done that. Nah, like I no. I'm not a fry guy. I'll come out and say it. I think I probably said this on the podcast before when we did the fast food draft, which is way mm-hmm. back. Go check it out. That was what episode fucking two or something. Yeah, like that. that was a while ago. Definitely um, check that one out. It was episode one. Was it episode one? That was a great. Fu- yeah. It was a great episode. So if you're watching this and you haven't seen one. it, go back and check it out. Um, I'm not a huge fry guy, so like I don't. I usually don't even get a meal with fries, let alone asking to make them fresh. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I agree <laughs> that the McDonald's fry is the best fry. I have done the no salt thing and gotten fresh fries. Totally worth it. Worth it. Totally yeah. Worth it. Do you yep. salt them yourself or you just go raw dog? No, I just raw dog. Dude, they're so good. You yep. don't need to fucking. Once they're cooked right, you don't even need salt. The rest of the shit that you're eating is so salty. You're fine. No, I uh, fair enough. I agree with that. I mean, they're the best. 
I think number two, though. Okay. For me is Rally's checkers, but a close, a really close three now is Wendy's. Oh. Wendy's really stepped up their fry game, dude. They really did. They're they really, right. really I did. I have to dip them in barbecue sauce. I literally cannot eat them. Wendy's? Yeah. Even the new ones? The the new ones is what I'm talking about. Really? The new ones have been out for a little bit now, so yeah. And I oh, always yeah, get a four for four. So I get, year. you know, I get the nugs, the sandwich, the fry, and a drink. So I you always get, get a fry by four. default. You're not a... You're an American. Of course you get a four. Oh, no, it's a biggie bag now. It's five bucks for four items. I'm sorry. It's not the four for four anymore. Mm. Um, But, yeah, so and I'll eat. Once I run out of barbecue sauce, though, fries go straight into the garbage. Where are you on Rally's Checkers fries? To be honest, I don't remember the last time I had Checkers or Rally's. Um, and I definitely don't remember the last time I had their fries. Probably okay. when I lived in Saginaw, which was fucking over three years ago they're very they're mickey mouse fries i'll say that they're very mickey mouse they're uh they are your cedar point fries it's like this the smell in the air that you smell when you're at an amusement park that's what the fries taste like and it's glorious and that's why i like them so much that's why they're number two but that's exactly what it is i mean a lot of it's a lot of show for a basic product but the show works i mean if you want to hear so this is an off the wall list right here but top four i'm not even gonna throw a fifth in there out of spite it goes mcdonald's arby's curly fries okay i was gonna say arby's should be up chick-fil-a waffle fries Ooh, steak and shake fries they're really thin really the the string fries okay see i don't like the string fries well, oh, I do I like them. them. I like Don't the get crunch. me wrong. I like them. Yeah. Is there crunch in all of them, though? Because I feel like those are the Most soggiest them, fries. They get soggy quick, but if you eat them, if they're yeah. fresh and you eat them. But, like, I don't like too much potato. Like, I'm not a huge potato-y boy. Like, I don't like my hash browns unless they're, like, shredded. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. unless it's a McDonald's hash brown, of course, because that's the best thing on the planet also. But. Oh, yeah. That's mostly crisp, like you I, said. I don't. I'm not a potato guy unless there's like uh like I'm not a huge mashed potato guy. I don't eat mashed potatoes unless it's that often really. Hmm. Like but I love like I don't really love potatoes that much. <laughs> Arby's though was one I was gonna put up there too. Arby's curly oh, yeah. fries are super maybe they're not underrated. I think it's just nobody really goes to Arby's. I don't fucking go to Arby's ever, do you? I actually had Arby's not too long ago. I was coming home from physical therapy, and my the ATI is like right across the street from an Arby's, and I was like, yeah, "I'm oh, getting yeah. fucking yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah." What'd you get? Uh, I got a roast beef, yeah. a, like the like the second one. There's like four sizes, and the biggest one is like literally like a pound of meat, and then there's like a quarter pound, and then there's like a number two, and then there's the normal sandwich. <laughs> I got the second sandwich. So it's like double. Why is that cheese that they put on there so good? Oh, I don't get the beef and cheddar. Oh, you don't? No, you know what? (laughs) So the thing about the beef and cheddar is that they put sauce on it. I don't know if it's Arby sauce or what they put on it, but they put cheese and the sauce on it pre-made. If I ask for it without the sauce, maybe I'd like it better. Also, don't love the onion roll. And I'm never gonna be like, give me a beef and cheddar on a normal bun. Never gonna say that. 
because I don't think about it. It'd be easy to say. It would be, but I don't you think should about say it. it. Maybe I should. But you should. <laughs> back to my regular bun, no sauce. There you go. <laughs> All your problems are fucking solved. It's I just, just solved weird though, because I'm telling you, the it's like not tank. even. Yeah, I guess I just don't care that much. But I got that the buffalo chicken slider, which is fire, and then a medium Ooh. fucking curly fry. So way to go. Okay. Are there any love- are there any frozen fries that you like? I don't like crinkle cut fries at all, and I feel like most fr- most frozen fries are crinkle cut. Yeah, most of them. And yeah, I don't um, go out of my way to get other ones. You know what I mean? The nice thing, uh, I'm I'm a frozen fry. I like frozen fries and never get them, but I do like mm-hmm. them. When I do get them, I get the Checkers Rallies bag of frozen fries. Arby's also makes a frozen curly fry. Oh hell yeah. <laughs> You just throw yep. them in the oven or you, you throw them in the microwave? You throw them in the air fryer? Like, what do you do? Oven or air fryer. Air fryer is better. Hell yeah. It's in the real some frozen it's fries real in my, my freezer right now. Probably won't eat Damn, them. Damn, son. Maybe I'll try them out. Maybe I'll make like a fucking nacho. Like, I'll fucking. Oh, I mean, do I have chicken? Maybe fucking shred up some chicken, put them on top of the fries, barbecue sauce, cheese, the whole thing, throw it in the oven. Oh. Boom. Fuck. Damn. See my favorite thing to do when I when I make I'll make the whole bag of fries. It's definitely like a big thing. Make the whole bag of fries <laughs> and then get like every sauce you got, put all the sauces on a fucking plate. And then like, you just got oh, a, on, a oh, smorgas, yes. this is a smorgasbord <laughs> for your fries. Almonds, hell yeah. Dude, Ranch, that's a fucking barbecue plate. sauce, chipotle mayo, fucking ketchup, honey mustard. You yeah, whatever it. you got in the fucking fridge, it's going on that plate. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. Jelly. Just fucking. <laughs> that would probably be not even that bad, dude. No joke. Jelly is fine. underrated. It'd be fine. Oh, it's uh, just a potato, dude. You can put anything on a potato. Get the fuck out of really here. You really could. You really could. Really could. Um, What the fuck is it going to say? Were you ever a fucking sweet and sour dipper? It's more for chicken, I At guess. At Don's? But... At any I, at any restaurant, at Don's I get sweet and sour every single time I go, and I dip. My oh, fries really? In. I thought you were a honey every mustard time. guy. Oh, I get both. Oh, okay. <laughs> For sure. I mean, they, Jack, they don't drive your you boss, so I get both. Jack Jackson, are you alive? Jack, we need you here. I am alive. I am. What do you feel about him not getting the McDonald's fucking barbecue sauce? Uh, I get it every once in a while. I am also not the largest fan of McDonald's barbecue sauce. I do the what same. What do you thing. get, Jack? I get sweet. What do you dip your fries in? Yeah, it's the greatest. But I only like McDonald's sweet and sour. I won't eat anybody else's. Have you ever had sweet and sour chicken from like a, a like a Chinese, Chinese joint? place? I don't think so. No, <laughs> it's delicious. It's not as good though. I don't know what. It, they put the crack in the Coke. They put the crack in the fucking sweet and sour, too. I don't know what they do. Isn't that, like, what orange chicken is, pretty much? No, it's orange just a, chicken is orange sauce. And, like, there's a, there's uh, orange in it. Sweet and sour chicken is just a sweet chicken. Yeah. It, there's, there's both. No, there's there's no sour is, to it. Yeah. But the thing is, if you get, like, a sweet and sour pack, like, with your egg roll, that sweet and sour sauce is always fire. It's the pre-made sweet and sour chicken is never good. Never good. Well, it's never great. That makes sense. So you don't go 
So you only get you only get sweet and sour every time you go to Don's, Jack, for your dipping sauce with your fries. Yeah, I get sweet and sour sometimes. Like if I'm in a nugget mood, I'll get some ranch maybe. Mm-hmm. But I also like I like my nugs and some sweet and sour. You know. What do you think the best combination is? Because I really like as much as I like Don's fries, the Chick Fil A waffle fry dipped in Chick Fil A sauce is it's so real good. tough to beat. Real tough to beat. So good. I don't know if that's a not an indictment. Whatever the opposite of indictment is on the sauce or more so on the fries. Like which one is better and making the whole experience good? Probably the sauce, but the fries are fucking awesome. Fries are fire. Yeah. I think also the fact that nobody else has Chick-fil-A sauce makes it like more enjoyable. Because you can only do this when you go to Chick-fil-A. Like, you can go anywhere and get barbecue. You can go anywhere and get honey mustard, whatever. Do you dabble into anything else at Chick-fil-A other than the Chick-fil-A sauce? So, I've gotten, like, uh, I've gotten the, they have, like, this weird, like, barbecue sauce that looks like honey mustard, kind of. They give it to you. When you buy the grilled chicken sandwich, for some reason, they throw it. And it looks like a fucking, it's not the little packet that they get for the Chick-fil-A. It's, like, an actual, like, little, like dressing looking one and it's pretty good but it's not it doesn't it just it doesn't fuck with the the chick-fil-a it's like their version of barbecue sauce you've never gotten polynesian i've never had the polynesian is it good he goes absolutely try the Polynesian. all right hey shot in the dark hey sleeper of the year right here fucking popeye's cajun fries are delicious Ooh, for one. Yeah, and then you get fire. the fucking, you get the sweet heat sauce and that shit has a little bit of kick that. to it. Telling you, I recently got it because I didn't know what sauces they had. I heard sweet heat. And I'm like, that sounds fucking good. Very solid. You dip the fries in there. That's an underrated combination of shit. But you got to get tendies to do that. You're right, though, about Popeye's fries. People sleeping on those. I People was sleep. just sleeping on them. I was talking about Popeye's today. Somebody was trying to tell me, Savannah Marie, shout out, was trying to tell me that fucking uh, Chick-fil-A has a better chicken sandwich and Popeye's has a oh. superior chicken sandwich. Uh, Savannah, if you're listening, we're on the same team, babe. Don't worry about you're it. You're an idiot. <laughs> you're wrong. You're, everybody's wrong. Uh, I had Chick-fil-A today. Delicious. Did you? I'm yeah. jealous. Fuck right. Uh, Jack. Jack, I'm sorry. We skipped over your opinions here. Yeah, that's all right, man. Thoughts, feelings? <laughs> oh, I want to get your list. What's your top What's your top four? Give us your top four list. Um. All right. And we can post Number, these. I'll give you my I'm gonna do. Too. I'm going to do three. Four is hard. Okay. <laughs> Number three is going to be the waffle fry at Chick-fil-A. Okay. Number two, I'm gonna have to go with. Um, I don't want to go with McDonald's, but I think I gotta. I think it's, I have to. I think they've secured the their three. spot. Yeah, it has um, to be. Um, and three. and but the best fry, and it's not even fucking like the other two don't even really matter because Wendy's has the best fries, hands down. Damn, son, I like that. Wendy's does, dude. I'm telling you, Mike. I don't know what your problem is, but Wendy's fries are fucking fire now. They're not crispy enough. They're oh, too I lo- thick. See, that's what I enjoy. For me. I, I For disagree, me. I, right, Jack? They are crispy, I swear they're but crisp. also the thickness. I need that in a fry. Yeah. I don't want the shoestrings. 
See, there's a couple of good ones, but see, I, I that's why McDonald's are literally the perfect. And Burger King tried to do it. They got a great size fry, but they just don't taste good. But McDonald's <laughs> size fry is just perfect. Here is my problem. McDonald's fries have a good personality. The oh, Wendy's. <laughs> the Wendy's. The Wendy's fries of old. The fucking sea salt ones. Those ones were very thick too. Yeah, they, they were like, like they would bend over, dude. Yeah, they would get like super soggy. Whereas these new Wendy's fries, I feel like, am I wrong here, Jack? When I say that they're just crispy every time, I feel like that's their thing. They are. Is that yeah. they serve them crispy no matter what, or if they're not crispy, you fucking throw them back. They at serve them. them hot. I want that's my cool. money back then. They're not crispy every time. They're better than this. The sea salt ones were basically potato wedges. They just were too. Oh, they were horrible. Big. They were they just were too much. They, they tried were the too worst hard. fries. And Wendy's but knew that. They were like, "Fuck, the, we got to change." The new something. Wendy's fries are good. I just, they're just too thick for me. That's all. The mm. only thick fry I like is the uh, waffle fry, but the, there's a lot of bite in that too, where it's crispy because of the the texture of it. You know, I'm just a right. skinnier fry guy. That's why I like Popeye so much because all of their like they have the crispiest fries consistency on the planet. Other than maybe a curly fry. Agree to disagree. I'm just saying. Uh, we can have a my list. Test. Yeah, we should. <laughs> we should do a test. Well, my list officially. I'm going to go uh, Chick-fil-A fries, waffle fries, four. Um, ooh. Wendy's fries, three. Rallies fries to Don's one. I can respect yeah. that. I mean, Don's I mean, the can't fact that we we all time. had Chick Fil A and uh, Don's in our top four says a lot. They're the best fries. I mean, they're they're yeah. two of the top four fries. There's no question about it. Yeah. Chick Fil A is a great fry. Anything else on fries? Happy National Friday or Wednesday. Happy <laughs> National Wednesday. Yeah. No, I have nothing left on fries, man. Cool. Nothing left on fries. All right. Well, uh, yeah, I got nothing left either. That's our top fours. We love you guys. Jack, anything? Nope. That's uh, It's good on my part. Excellent. Oh, Jack. I fucking love you. The other today was fucking great. <laughs> uh, I... <laughs> All right, we got to cut. All right, we'll see you guys. We love you. Episode 29 coming out soon. Episode 28, uh, here to stay. See ya. Oh, that was good.